Hey there, all you true crime fans. I'm Amanda. And I'm Corey. And welcome back to Colorado Crime. So this week, we're going to do something a little bit different, and we are going to talk about just some things that are happening in the true crime space. But before we do that, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much, because as you guys know, I recorded a TV episode for Investigation Discovery. Um, It was about the murder of Thomas Bashline, and you guys have been so sweet to me, and like the outpouring of support has just been truly amazing. You guys are just like the best. And thank you for being so sweet to me. I've received like so many messages about the episode about me and my dog because the golden retriever was Penny. So if you guys want a potograph, just let me know. She's sending them out. Um, But yeah, you guys have just been like so great. So thank you so much for loving us and for supporting us and just like being so sweet to me. Honestly, it is, it's such a great case. And I'm so glad that you guys watched it and you guys. Just, I mean, it was just, it was really cool. So thank you guys. Corey, do you have anything you want to add before we jump in? Um, No, but I would like to tell a joke because that's sort of a shtick. Let's do it. Let's have a joke. Okay. Are you ready? I am. How do you make a seven even? Ooh, I don't know. You take away the S. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's a good one. Hilarious. Oh, that's funny. I like it a lot. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. I just looked that up real quick. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Fast. <laughs> Speedy fingers. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Do you want to... Is there something you want to talk about? Do you want me to jump into what I... Um. Well, I had something and then I lost it. So go ahead with what you want to do. I don't know what screen I'm on. I don't know where I am. What's my life? Who I don't even are it. you? Um, I don't so, know what's happening. <laughs> this is our podcast. So <laughs> where, where am I? <laughs> so glad you could be here today. Sorry, folks. It's my first day. <laughs> I think like every episode is our first day. You're welcome. <laughs> well, Thank you. Have you guys seen the mysterious? It was like a suspicious death of three people in Kansas City in Missouri. They found three people dead in a backyard and they had gone to watch the Kansas City Chiefs game and then like these three men just never went home it was 38 year old Ricky Johnson 36 year old Clayton McGinney and 37 year old David Harrington and apparently they were at their friend's house they watched the game and they supposedly left at like 11 o'clock and never came home And, like, somebody lived in this house full-time. This wasn't, like, they all left together. Like, no, 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 no. Somebody still lived in this house. And so his friends were in the backyard for two days before finally. He was originally from Denver. Check out our claim to fame. (laughs) But, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's drugs. I don't know. I know that there was, like, no apparent sign of foul play. But, like, how did you not notice that your three friends were dead in your backyard for two days? You just never looked out there. And it has been, like, I've seen it reported that he had a dog, but the dog was at his parents' house. So Also weird. I know. I'd be so sad if my dogs weren't here. But, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of still developing. 
But it just seems like a really, really weird situation. Yeah. People, all the friends of those people seem very angry. I would be too. He didn't. Yeah. Apparently he like avoided phone calls. People were knocking on the door and he wouldn't answer the door. So like. And he finally came to the door. Somebody claims in his boxers with an empty wine glass. I was like, hey, friends, what's happening? Like, like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Right. People are trying to get a hold of you and you just decided. And like, meanwhile, his friends, their cars were parked outside, out front. So like, okay, you didn't look in your backyard for two days, which I find fucking bananas because I watch my backyard like a freaking hawk. I don't know why. But I do. Like, I'm always looking for, for little bunnies out there, and sometimes we have owls, and so, like, I'm just, I just kind of, like, glance out there every once in a while. And, like, you didn't leave your house for two days and, like, notice your friend's car's out front? Right, right. I don't know. I find it weird. You're just, you're just chilling? hmm Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Super weird. So, I have a little update on Rex Howerman, the Gilgo Beach serial killer suspect. Yes, let's hear it. He has actually been charged with a fourth murder uh, of Maureen Brainerd Barnes. He pled not guilty to the new charge, and I guess he he's still maintaining his innocence and whatever, which, I mean, he's that's his right. But apparently they found some new DNA evidence on a leather belt that was used to restrain her. And she was actually restrained by three three leather belts. One was used to tie her ankles together. But his attorney says that the DNA evidence is problematic. But I don't think so. Um, I guess a hair was recovered from the belt buckle and it was unsuitable. But they have been doing some advances with the DNA. And they were recently able to generate DNA sequencing data for the hair that was found on her. And it did confirm a link with Howerman. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know how. Well, he was originally suspected in this. And everyone was kind of surprised when he wasn't charged with her murder, correct? Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I guess the belt, however, was his wife's belt that he used. So that is also weird. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His ex-wife or are they still married? His soon-to-be ex-wife, yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that's a whole, it's a whole like kind of, I don't, I don't know. I guess they, it, I mean, they did find a bunch of guns. It's been a whole long investigation. So hopefully they, he'll at least get found guilty of these four murders. But I don't know. That's that fourth one is kind of a, with that DNA sequencing and stuff, it's kind of a weird. Sometimes when you have a jury trial, people don't buy into the science. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, but, you know, not everyone's as smart as Generation X and the generations after us. So, <laughs> Have you been keeping up with the Lindsay Clancy case? Uh, no. So. I'm just going to say, no, I haven't. I haven't done anything. I'm telling you, I'm the worst co-host ever. I haven't, I haven't done any work. <laughs> I haven't looked at anything. I've done nothing. Well, she ended up, so Lindsay Clancy was, they lived in Duxbury, which I believe is in Massachusetts, but I could be wrong on that. Um, Anyway, so she, it's Massachusetts. Okay. So she killed her three kids. She strangled them with exercise bands while her husband was out getting 
dinner, I believe, and like some child Miralax for their kids. And like she had been suffering from mental illness. Like the for some time. Who was that Susan Smith and then the other lady that drowned her children? Uh, and yes, Andrea her name. Yates. Yes, Andrea Yates. Yes. Um, and so like it was kind of like, hey, don't leave her alone with the kids. And so he was working from home, her husband. Mm-hmm. Well, she sends him out to get dinner, and while he's gone, she kills their kids. Like, okay, maybe she had a psychotic break, blah, blah, blah. Well, then it's come out recently that she had actually, like, looked up how far it was from their house to this restaurant that they were getting food. And Oh. Right. Mm. Well, she tried – so she – after she killed her three kids. She tried to throw herself out of the window. She threw herself out of a window. Yeah. And okay. just, like, completely bananas. And, like – I've listened to some other podcasts about this case specifically talking about how like they didn't know anybody with postpartum and I'll tell you that's, that's a lie. I mean, so many women deal with postpartum. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically it's postpartum depression, um, sometimes postpartum psychosis, but it is so much more common than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's such a stigma around it that women don't talk about it as much because nobody wants to feel like, no woman You're wants to mom. feel like, oh God, I didn't love my kid. Mm-hmm. I should, they, you know, they should have come out and I should have just been like, holy shit, I'm so enamored with you. I just right. worship the ground you walk on. But it's not the case for everybody. No, and not, yeah, you're right. Not everybody feels that way. No, like I, TMI here, I routinely told Chris, like, you're going to come home and find me hanging from the rafters. I really had a hard time with going from one to two. It's not that I didn't love my kids, but it was that, like, I just, your it's hormones crash, and I was so unstable. Like, I did not leave my house. Well, and you also have a person who needs you, Depends like, all the you. time. Like, yeah. all the time. You have no, no time, like, no free time, no. No anything. No I mean, like, nothing. You're, yeah. yeah. And, and like, even if you have a spouse that helps you, it's still not enough help. Right. They still leave. They still mm-hmm. have to go to work. They still, yeah. Life goes on. Your other kids still need you. And like, because after my the first United one, States has the worst parental leave. It is really true. Yeah. It is true. It's but terrible. like after my first one, I was fine. Right. But you, you only know? had one. But I only had the one. Mm-hmm. And like Chris's family, they had him all the time and they were so great. Well, then I, I stopped working at the jail. We had right. my other one. And I was like, what is my purpose in life? Right. I don't want these soul sucking. Right. And it was just, it was really hard. And like that Mm -hmm. hormone crash was terrible, but like never in my life did what I have ever harmed my kids. But I can see how, how it happens. I can see how it happens. Mm -hmm. But I definitely feel like that would have to be like a, like a, like a mental break. Like Mm -hmm. you are alone with these kids and like you're just completely overwhelmed but like well, if you knew see. you were overwhelmed with like the two you probably shouldn't have gone on to have the three well she yeah she had a five a three and an eight month old right and your husband was working from home which i get that he was working but there was still like another human there i think also society puts a big thing on the nuclear family and that's not how it really i mean nuclear families are great and all but not everybody wants to have kids right and i think a lot of women feel like that's what 
you're supposed to do. Yes. So when you have them, you're like, I really didn't want these ones in the first place. Not that I don't love them, but. But now what do I do with you? Right. Because you, that's your, that was, that was you, you get a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you get engaged, you get married, you have kids, you own a house, you, you know, you do all these things that you're so quote, quote unquote, quote, supposed to do. Right. It's okay to say you don't want to have kids or, and it's okay to say you don't want to get married. All those right. things are okay. Right. You don't have to do it just because Peter down the street did. Right. Right. Yeah. but Or because your mom wants you to. So I think that's, I think sometimes we get as a society that's, we pressure people who don't necessarily want to have kids in the first place. We pressure them into having kids. Yeah. And like at first, when it first when I first heard about this, I thought, oh, my gosh, that poor lady. Like, But now that I've kind of listened to a couple other things on it, I'm like, mm, right. this wasn't a psychotic break. This was planned. So that was my yeah. little what's been on my brain lately. There's been a lot of stuff happening, like, in the true crime community. Yeah. Just, like, a bunch of weird stuff. The Innocence Projects, for instance, taking up the uh, – Case of Scott Peterson. What? Uh, I mean, no. what? <laughs> there is no. I mean, maybe there are. Maybe I'm totally wrong and out of line here. <laughs> if I am, you guys let me know in the comments. But like, there is nobody who thinks this man is completely innocent. It says that according to the filings, because there's not a whole lot on it. It's just um, the Innocence Project's taking it up. So attorneys with the L.A. Innocence Project claimed that Peterson's state and federal constitutional rights were violated, including a claim of actual innocence that is supported by newly discovered evidence, according to the court filings. This is bananas new, to me. New evidence now supports Mr. Peterson's longstanding claim of innocence and raises many questions into who abducted and killed Lacey and Connor Peterson. Bananas. I don't think I buy that. Bananas. You cannot tell me no. that while you knew your wife was dead, <coughs> even if you didn't yeah. know your wife was dead, why are you on the phone with your girlfriend telling her that you're in Paris while you are at her vigil? Yeah. Yeah. That says ick all around it. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's a whole lot of ick. I don't. That is just. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even believe that. Like, no. I just no. Mm. No. No. <laughs> And I'm not, I would venture to say that he had help. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he had some family help. That's what I think. Allegedly. Uh -huh. Allegedly. I would speculate that someone would have yeah. had to assist him. Yeah. Because despite what how it looks on TV, dead bodies are freaking heavy. Yes. It's just craziness to me. Yes. There's just something fishy about him. Uh-huh. Uh, something fishy. There is a there's a woman in Idaho oh in Bozeman, Montana, who went missing. Her name is Megan Ashley Stedman. Mm -hmm. Uh she's been missing for at least two weeks. Her boyfriend, Chris Foyles of Spokane, Washington, he was arrested on last Friday. So a week ago after her presumed death and he was booked into Idaho's Bonneville County Jail. Before his arrest, 
he waved his Miranda and was shouting, I'm Chris Boyles. I killed my girlfriend. She's in an RV. They have been searching for st- for Megan's boyfriend and the motorhome since she, she disappeared on December 15th. I guess he set, told the police that he and Megan parked the motorhome in a Walmart parking lot in Idaho Falls around December 22nd, a few weeks before his Friday arrest. He told police that he stabbed her in the neck and then he stabbed her in the chest with the intent to kill her. He allegedly confessed to stabbing her several more times before she stopped moving. But family members um, of the 34-year-old nail technician told the news that they knew something was wrong with the mother of two called on Christmas, never called on Christmas or her daughter's birthday. So her family has been searching for her for weeks after her best friend had contacted them and said she hadn't heard from them or heard from her. So they scoured the bars and holiday parties in the areas of Livington and Bozeman, where she had recently lived in her motorhome. And apparently they had distributed photos of the missing RV and it had like a red stripe and a broken left taillight, all things that are very noticeable. Yeah. Uh, Apparently he repainted it. Oh. So the guy, the good Samaritan who called it in, um, allegedly told the police that, or allegedly told the sister that he almost overlooked it because he had painted the blue stripe. He painted the stripe blue instead of red. And he almost didn't call it in, but he called it in anyways. Oh, man. Yeah. And apparently he's, a Foils is a three-time convicted domestic abuser. And he had been free on bail. And then um, her dog is also missing. She was the youngest of four siblings. She had two kids, a daughter and a son. But they haven't found her body yet. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully they'll find find her. Yeah. Yeah. The Michelle Trennis trial has entered day five. Oh. She was the one who was dating Foytis Dulos, who was suspected of killing his wife, Jennifer Dulos, and then oh, yeah. disposing of yeah. her uh, body all over Connecticut, but nobody ever found anything. Right, right, um, yeah. Yeah, so she's on trial, which I find interesting. She's uh, been charged with conspiracy to commit murder and other charge or other crimes on allegations that she actually helped Foytis. I'm not surprised. Killing. She would have had to. Oh, gosh. She, yeah. Which that case is freaking bananas, too. That is a wild case. He was such a bad guy. Yeah. Such a bad guy. And he, I he killed himself last year, was? Mm-hmm. He killed himself with carbon monoxide poisoning. Which is dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, in 2020. Yeah. Bad dude. I listened to a case today about Matthew Hoffman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he broke into this house. This was this was back in like 2010, mm-hmm. 2011. In Ohio. Yeah. But he breaks into this house and like basically decides he's going to stay there after he was camping in the woods mm-hmm. and he watched the homeowner leave. Well, an hour later, she came back with her friend and he kills the mom and the friend. Mm-hmm. And the 11-year-old son. He wasn't there yet. Oh, it was just the mom and the friend and he dis- he kills him, dismembers him and like decides he's still going to hang out because like, you know, hacking people up is exhausting right. well, when the kids come yeah. home from school. So he kills the 10 year old son. Yep. Takes the 13 year old daughter. 
and like brings her to his house and he keeps her for four days. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, he cuts up the little boy and takes their bodies to this tree. Yeah. This old like like, a hollow tree tree. or something Uh and puts their dismembered body parts that are stuffed in like these big black uh, contractor trash bags. Uh Shoves those down the tree trunk and then keeps this little girl for four days. And like his entire house is filled with leaves, like bags of leaves in the walls. Um, He's got this tarp with like, it's like a 14 foot tarp in his living room full of leaves. And originally that's where investigators thought that like that's, there's bodies in here and he had already disposed of them. But yeah, he put this little girl in his basement in like a weird little like dungeon basement thing and made her sleep on leaves Mm -hmm. and like thankfully she was found and she was, you know, rescued and she was safe. Right. But yeah, he was creep. Just wild and like denied having any, any knowledge of any of it. He didn't remember any of it. And then told the FBI agent, like I did it, but if you want me to tell you anything else, you're going to have to promise me that you're going to let me escape and you can shoot me. Right. But if it's not suicide by cop, I'm not telling you. And the FBI was like, no, <laughs> that's not how we play. Right. And so he ended up, he did end up confessing. But yeah, I listened to that one. I was listening to that case today and I'm like, oh my gosh, this poor little girl. And then she goes on to live with her biological father and her stepmom. And then they were ended up, they ended up being charged with child abuse and domestic violence because the dad punched her and the stepmom pushed her down the stairs. Oh, geez. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't hear all that part. Yeah, like your kid was traumatized and now you're like beating her up. Fuck you. Right. I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. what I listened to today. I'm on, I'm back on my uh, true crime podcast. podcast kick. I took a break from all of the true crime stuff for Christmas. I just yeah. wanted to live in my happy snowflake world where Hallmark channels reign true and. The I listen world to so dark. Um, I really like unsolved mysteries. Oh, you're a gross person. I do not. <laughs> no, I hate that. I like to ponder it. Whatever happened? <laughs> I I want the resolve. I want to know that you are not out there still being a dirty scumbag and like. Oh, not me. I don't care. Oh no, I do. I love care. it. Oh god, that's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, that I'll, one with I'll the guy who jumped through the hotel. Uh, the what? It was a guy. He like jumped through a hotel. He got oh. on top of a building. I think it was on like Unsolved Mysteries. It was on Netflix. He oh. like left, but he was like happily married or something. He left and then like jumped through a hotel room or like a hotel, wow. um, like a conference room. Like, through the ceiling of it. But, like, couldn't have made... It was... That one was wild to me. He couldn't have made that jump. I don't know. That's weird. I know. Ray Rivera. That's who it was. Well, fun. In the Belvedere Hotel in Mount Vernon, in Baltimore, Maryland. It was ruled a probable suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, everything's, like, super mysterious. And, like, he ended up... I don't even remember... 
they like came to Baltimore from California, I think. I want to say was married. You guys should probably look this up and like actually find out the real details. <laughs> so he went missing from his house on May 16, 2016, after he had gotten a phone call and he had a roommate. And he had like a live-in girlfriend, he had a roommate, and I want to say the girlfriend was out of town, but he went missing and for like several days nobody could find him and they found his car. It was um kind of by this hotel. Mm-hmm. And then like his coworkers, they went to the top of this parking structure kind of by where his car was, but the car wasn't in the parking structure. And then they noticed that there was a hole in the roof of this, of the Belvedere hotel. And they were like, Hey, you guys should check this out. Like there's this hole. And so they go in there and they find his partially decomposed body inside the conference room like under this hole in the ceiling. And I remember watching that one. That's like the one Unsolved Mysteries that I watched. And I was like, Psh, I can never watch these again. This guy <laughs> jumps off a hotel room or off of a hotel and like ends up in this building. But like nobody knows why. Um, nobody like he ended up like wearing flip flops. That's weird. And so for him to get from this roof over to the second roof, because he ha- it wasn't just like a straight fall. You had to like jump a distance. Right. Um, like his – like there's no way that his his flip-flops would have still been on his feet. And then like I think like one was found with him and one was found like next to him, like on the roof next to the hole or something. Okay. And like he had his glasses with him. He had his cell phone and everything was like – pretty much intact but he fell like 177 feet that's crazy right and so like don't you think something would be messed up it was just it's bananas this is the podcast of all bananas because that's just what i keep saying because apparently the world is bananas and i think he also (laughs) left a note behind but it like didn't make any sense and it talked about like hollywood like big wigs in Hollywood and movie titles. It talks about like the Freemasons and his notes been analyzed by the FBI, but like nobody ever figured out what the hell it meant. Cause it was kind of like all rambling. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's exactly. So he was featured. <laughs> Let me just tell you how, in- how involved in unsolved mysteries it, I am. It was, it was rambling. That's weird. I know. Right. I know. <laughs> But no, so he, his, his episode was the first, (laughs) the first episode on Netflix's reboot of Unsolved Mysteries in 2020. So if that gives you any indication of how much I enjoy Unsolved Mysteries, like this whole case, I was like, oh my gosh, like completely just consumed me because I was like, what? How? Like it does, it doesn't make sense. And yeah, I watched one. I watched episode one and uh, I never returned. <laughs> it's just crazy. You guys should take a look at it though because it's freaking wild. That one's a crazy case. I mean, it sounds crazy. I know. You'll have to look at it. You'll have to. I mean, it's on Unsolved Mysteries if you're watching I do it like on, Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. If it's on, um, if you watch it on Netflix, it's on there. If you have Netflix, I don't. Oh, yeah. Because your husband. Christopher. I would give you mine, but they're really cracking down on that. I wouldn't watch my Netflix anymore. That's fair. I wouldn't steal your password. Gosh, I would never use your password <laughs> to access 
television programming. <laughs> I know, I know you wouldn't. No one would. Nobody I don't even would know why do I said that. that out loud. Nobody does that. Nobody oh watches gosh. anyone else's Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, no, HBO Max. No. What else is there? Nothing. ESPN. I don't, all I don't the freaking things. know. All the things. Don't do it. You all get your own passwords. Right. Getting everybody in trouble. Right. I would never do pretty that. Soon, pretty soon all my stuff's going to be canceled. <laughs> like, we can't trust you. We don't know where, you're, where you are. Are you in Colorado? Are you in Chicago? Where are you? The mystery. Right. Who's using Who's this? Uh, <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. All over the place. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't know. Hey, times are hard, okay? I know. Sometimes you got a password share, allegedly. Hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically. But I don't do that. If I was passport, password sharing, people have been texting me because their passwords aren't working and I have to cheat. I would hypothetically have to change them every single day. So it's super fun. It's oh hypothetically super fun. I well, enjoy it a lot. I have my own Hulu. Oh, nice. I'm not confirming how long I've had this. <laughs> but I have my own Hulu now. Uh, good for you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I like it. Do you have Hulu Live or just regular Hulu? No, I'm not paying $79 a month for Hulu Live. That's bananas. No, I like to watch live TV. <clears throat> no, I'm not that. paying that. But no. really, you should watch that episode because it really was a good episode. <laughs> it's Ray Rivera. Watch it. I mean okay. it. You should. Okay, I will. Gosh. I probably won't, but I'll tell you I will. <laughs> All right, that's fair. At least you're telling me you will. All right, guys. Well, I think that's where we're going to leave you this week. Thank you for joining us for our super random crime update episode. Always entertaining. I know. It was a good time. And I am really glad. It was kind of like a nice change, a nice welcome back to 2024. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, happy um, New Year. Made it this far. I hope you guys have set your resolutions or take a page out of my book and start it on February 1st because I'm not ready for the new year. I have done nothing to prepare for it. So, February 1st is the new year for Colorado Crime Podcast. You're all welcome. But if you guys haven't already, please subscribe so you can be notified every time we upload, which is which not every is week. Few and far between. <laughs> We'll get better. <laughs> if we're being honest, it's like once a month. <laughs> I know. The holidays were really hard for us, okay, guys? But if you do enjoy listening to us when we do post, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And also, in case anyone forgot, I did move a thousand miles away. So Oh my god, Corey moved. <laughs> it's been a little more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> been a lot. There's been a lot going on. So maybe it won't be every week, but it might be every other week. Yeah. Yeah. Every other week is an attainable goal. We're here when we yeah. are here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've made it. We're not right. dead. We're still alive. We're still alive and kicking. Nobody's murdered us. We haven't murdered anybody. No cults have been started. <sighs> I know. I'll get on that. It's a disappointment for you. Well, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Colorado Crime Pod for information on the next time we post as well as other true crime happenings. We hope that you guys have a beautiful day wherever you are and as always stay safe. Okay, we're out podcast fans have the day you deserve.